Bye. Short Bus Debate Club. It's a bus. Rolling. get on board. <laughs> Hello, I'm Darren Jolly. <laughs> it's time to get this short bus started, so let's roll and on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Wednesday edition of Short Bus Debate Club. This is Brian Courtney and as always Darren Jolly's across the table from me. I'm gonna sleepwalk through this episode a little bit, but I'll be here more than in spirit. I will rattle off ridiculous comments from here to here. You were just going to really sleepwalk? Yeah, just sleepwalk. Right no that no interest at all in martial arts movies? It doesn't movies. have to do with the interest. It just has to do with just loving working at the post office during Christmas time. That's all. I, I feel the pain of working, period. I'm for Julie. Yeah, you and me both, brother. All right. Um, so we're going to do martial arts movies and... I don't know. I, I fucking love martial arts movies. From, I think the first one I can remember was one of the Bruce Lee movies. I can't remember exactly which one. I know I've seen Enter the Dragon, The Way of the Dragon, and Fist of Fury. And then, you know, Wu Tang Clan always talked about watching kung fu reruns on like. Saturday and Sunday mornings or whatever. They ain't nothing to fuck with. They ain't. Um, but I don't remember the names of any of those movies. I just remember that they generally had subtitles. There were old dudes with beards like in Kill Bill. Or Kill Bill 2, I should say. <coughs> when he goes... Right. Um... The sound effect should have effectively given you the yes, of what happened. Just in case you were wondering, Darren was motioning the beard flowing as he moved his hand through it. I stroked it thusly. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, when I was a kid, I watched shitloads of those horrible fucking ninja movies where nobody could act. Not the main character... Not any of the supporting characters. Just nothing but shit. There was generally a blonde who would show her tits somewhere in the thing. Like what? Well, can um, you give me an example? Not of, a, of the blonde with the tits. I mean. Revenge of the Ninja. Um, Enter the Ninja. There, I mean, the hacky shit that I watched was stupid shit like uh, the one with uh, Kurt Russell. Um Big Trouble in Little China. That was beautiful. Beautiful. What was the name of I love that movie. John Carpenter did that. He pictured it as a fucking kung fu western. And that's a fucking, well, maybe I should say it's a cult type film. But I watched that shit over and over and over again. shot the thing with the eyes all over the place in the head. The one that the dude would go looking know, around when he was using his astral body. Yeah, the floating, weird-looking thing with all the eyes on it. Yeah. yeah. There was one other movie that I watched back then that was equally retarded. The Last Dragon. The Last you Dragon, that's right. You mentioned Shall it a couple have? of times. But that, that was like black exploitation meets fucking, uh, or something. Just because of Bruce Leroy? No, not because of Bruce Leroy, because of Show Nuff. 
Well, they were both black. Yeah, but the way that they did it, the way that he was, it just sort of reminded me of some of that 1970s vibe with like a little bit of fucking like, uh, like uh, if they, I'm surprised they never like started breakdancing. Like when Vanity came in and they did their stupid fucking show. Did they do breakdancing in that scene? Yes, oh, and they definitely did the like pop and lock type shit. That was his little brother. Yeah. That's right. And Shonuk was red and the, the dragon and was yellow. Do you know who the little brother was? I'm just fucking with you, dude. I was going to say it was a white guy, but I it wasn't. Know that, that <laughs> I just know that the main character's name is Bruce Leroy. Yes. And he was searching because he, he, had, done, master, he right. had done all of his training. And his Shifu said, all right, this is your last task. And then you will... Be a master yourself. And he went to the fucking, the, cookie, the cookie. egg roll, or not egg roll, the cookie, but the, uh, yeah, the fortune cookie, cookie company. Who's the, ma- where's the master? I must see the master. And he showed him how to play hopscotch. Is that what he did during that scene? I just remember him getting all pissy. Because he doing. tried to speak jive to him. But they weren't down with that. So there were three Asians who were speaking jive. And he thought he could speak jive, and they turned him away and called him a coolie. You know what he needed to do? He needed to go find the lead with the beaver's mom from Airplane. Fucking A, <laughs> she spoke jive. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's fucking funny as shit, dude. <laughs> I, lo- I love that movie. I watched it, I think, twice this year. It's so hacky, though. I mean, it really is, you know. I mean, he catches the bullet in his mouth, and then he, he does the... You know, the, the trails when he's moving his hands up and down, and he's got the yellow, he's got the, you got the glow, the gold, the gold, the gold. You know, um, fuck, and his name just now dropped right out of my fucking head, but the dude from Motown. Was, Barry Gordy? He's the one that produced that movie. Okay. How, how, when did he, how long did he live for, dude? Young Barry Gordy. I thought he was still fucking alive. Dude, if he's still alive, he's been alive for a long motherfucking time, dude. Well, rich people generally get to live longer. Well, he produced all those people in the fucking the 50s. Yeah, I know. Motown. Okay, so the only stupid fucking movies that I saw that I can remember, at least as a child, are those two movies. No, you saw more than that, and you don't even realize it, dude. Oh, well, then please enlighten me. Cannonball Run... Why is that a fucking... It, it's movie? not, but Jackie Chan was in that movie, and he did Kung Fu when they pulled up to the biker bar, uh-huh. and all those bikers were fucking with everybody, and Burt Reynolds and Dom DeLuise went out and got into a fight, but then Jackie Chan jumped out of that weird futuristic car that he was in with, like, two Japanese dudes, uh-huh. and just kicked the shit out of a whole bunch of bikers. Nobody even realized that that was Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan's a He's got like 37 kids, dude. Barry Gordy was born November 28th, 1929, and he is still alive, dude. See? That is an old motherfucker, dude. Yes, indeed. And yeah, you may know them from The Last Dragon. <laughs> Thank you, Internet Movie Database. So, um,. 
Jackie Chan may have 37 kids, but as far as martial arts goes, I mean, okay, so after Cannonball Run, mm -hmm. then the next martial arts movie, which is, you know, you want to talk about hacky and just horseshit, is The Karate Kid and oh, yeah. all of those bullshit movies that followed. Do you know uh, who the girl was? Hilary Swank? Yeah, dude. Hillary. Good job. Yeah, not bad. I didn't realize that until recently. I was like, dude, that was like a fucking 14-year-old Hillary Swank. Yeah. She was not a gender confused going to be a boy getting killed by fucking a bunch of hillbillies in Wyoming. No. Mm -mm. <laughs> um... And those, those were bad, but I mean, you know, at 12 years old, not that I thought, because I did ask the question, how come you can't defend that? That's fucking stupid. You know? <laughs> like, there's, this kid, there's this kid that works at my station, and his, his last name is Crane. He's, I mean, he's the dorkiest looking kid. He's a really nice kid. He's like, I, I, feel, I feel like he reminds me of Dustin before Dustin got ruined, you know? But uh, sorry, Dustin, I love you, but you're going to have to find your way back to reality at some point in time. But uh, I always want to, when I see him, I want to say, oh, Crane technique, no can defend. No can defend. And then in the second one, he goes to Japan. He say defend. He says no can. Okay. Because he's got broken, he's got Pat Morita, drunk ass Pat Morita has broken English. Well, he fakes it. He was on fucking Happy Days for 10 fucking years, dude. He doesn't have broken English. But in that movie, when he said it, he did not say Well, and then they went, they went to Okinawa in the second one. Yeah. And he tried the crane kick and got his fucking ass kicked, dude. So there was a defense. But so then they had the, the they drum had the, thing. The yeah. Yeah. And he broke the, uh, the, the thing, the ice. And that Japanese chick, she was pretty. She was hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was in the 80s. In the 90s, that's where Jackie Chan really started to pick up speed. Well, well before like Rush Hour, it was Super Cop. And at all. I, like I said, dude, I was a big Kung Fu fan. Like, seriously, I was fucked up from the word go. I might have been the karate kid, not trying to learn karate, but learning Kung Fu. Like, when I was five years old, that shitty disco song, Kung Fu Fighting, like, when that would come on, I'd start fucking hitting doors and running around the house, kicking <laughs> shit. He was actually demonstrating that for shit started to fly out of his pockets. He, he actually reversed back to being a five-year-old. Right. And he, like, saw himself as this angsty kid that was coming through fighting. But I don't know. Like, any martial arts movie that came out, I fucking watched it no matter how bad it was. Because most of the early Jackie Chan stuff was fucking horrible. Um, oh, and I forgot to mention, we were talking about Bruce Lee because of... Fist of Fury and whatever. Enter the Dragon. His son, Brandon. Yeah. And the Crow. The Crow and Rapid Fire. I don't remember that. I remember the Crow. Well, he died in the Crow. He did die. And that was when they talked about all that weird shit about the Bruce Lee curse and, and, and yeah. yeah. 
And I didn't realize how he fucking died, dude. It was, I'm pretty sure it was fucking murder, but they called it death by misadventure. So there was bullets in that gun, right? Well, it wasn't bullets. So the first scene they shot and it was a dummy round, but the dummy round got stuck in the barrel. So then, I don't know, two or three scenes later, whatever it was, they were using blanks that didn't have fake bullets in them, dummy rounds. And the blank had enough propellant in it to knock that dummy round that had been stuck in the barrel out and hit it in his fucking abdomen and killed him. Really? So it may have really been the Lee curse, dude. I don't know. Stupid have shit. Ever, have you ever go down to like, uh, is, is it a voodoo thing? I mean, do they cut some roosters' throats or something like that? Do they go talk to fucking, uh, uh, what's his name from Major League? I don't know how an Asian I curse works. Chicken. Is that how it works? Here's a bucket of chicken. <laughs> that was a funny movie. We already <laughs> talked about sports movies. We're talking about Kung Fu right now, motherfucker. You know, if you don't help me now, I say fuck you, Jabu. <laughs> but I'm I'm guessing there's got to be some kind of fucking Asian curse. I mean, white people have them, depending on where you're from. Like you don't ever talk to Annie about that stuff. Like especially if it, like ghosts come into it and shit. Like just don't, just don't ever bring it up. I won't. Yeah. I wasn't planning well, on I'm it. I'm just telling you that, like, curses and ghosts and shit like that, like, they a little cuckoo. The know? Chinese community in Southern California hated fucking Bruce Lee. Why? Because he was teaching Guai Lo. <laughs> and How did that go again? Guai Lo. It I was, told you about what that little kid did to me in China, right? No. Dude, oh, funny. the rubbing your face thing? No, dude. No. This fucking kid. So there's, like, we're... We're way west. We're actually in Sichuan, to be honest with you. And uh, no, no, it was when we were making the Wuxi Lu. And we got, like, the further you got from Shanghai, like, I didn't hear fucking English for, like, four days, which was a good thing. Like, an alienating thing to sit there and, like, have to sort of, like, experience it through other people's shit. But we went and ate at this place, and uh, um, I was sitting outside smoking a cigarette because I rolled my cigarettes back then still, you know. And, uh, what the fuck are you doing, motherfucker? Trying to angle your mic to where I get more of a level. All right, Biatch. So, <laughs> uh, there's this, like, little nine-year-old, little seven-year-old kid. They fucking run up to me, and they look up at me, and the seven-year-old goes, Guaylo! <laughs> <laughs> and his brother looks at him like that, and uh, they run away, and I fucking laugh so hard. You, you have no idea how many times I got called Guaylo while I was in fucking Chinese. And it was always by fucking little kids, too, dude. Guaylo. Guaylo. Really? Yeah, dude. Well, because, like I said, if you're in Shanghai proper, if you're in the business district, that's one thing. But when you get outside of those business, business districts, people don't, people go to the fucking, they go to the, uh, the Great Wall, you know? They go to very specific places inside China. I don't give a fuck because I want to see everything. I want to see the history. We want, we got to see, uh, where Chiang Kai-shek was born. You know, we got to look at all these fucking weird places. But for normal fucking white people who are just basically fucking idiots about Chinese history, which is about 98% of them. 99.8? Uh, 
yeah, I, I was trying to be like a little gracious. I want to give them two percent. I want to give the other guaylos two percent. And these are real fucking guaylos because they don't want to know anything outside of their fucking stars and stars and bars and all that stupid shit. Just the weird fucking sphere that is like Macy's and Whole Foods and I don't know their fucking yoga place or whatever. Yeah, they want to go to Acapulco and shit like that and then come back, you know. They yeah, even... and they don't even give a shit about Mexican history. Yeah, and that's attached. So either way, those like the, the when the little kid came up and so he was he he wanted to say it to me, and he was scared, but <laughs> they fucking laughed about it and uh, they ran away. You know. Well, so there's another movie that is somewhat martial arts, and they kind of satirized the Bruce Lee stuff because I mean, really. All of the the Chinese community, at least in in San Francisco and, and Southern California, hated him because he was teaching white people uh-huh. and black people. And I don't know if that made it better or worse. It was Bruce Lee, right? <laughs> um, I don't know. Two thousand five, two thousand six, they did a movie called Balls of Fury. It was a ping pong movie <laughs> i i did not i managed to hold on to that hour and a half of my life I, I didn't give it up dude you really miss out on some hysterical shit by your fucking uppity snobbish you accuse me of having no suspension of disbelief but at least i'll fucking start a movie you just oh, no. Let me see what's on Facebook. Let me see what's on Facebook. <laughs> Dude, I've never watched anything that had balls of fury. There was never any balls in my face. Christopher Walken is in it. Um, oh, then, then that means that it should definitely be seen by all. Dude, he's a brilliant actor. Yeah, I'm sure that that was one that he got like huge accolades for in the. By the Academy and the Golden Globe folks. They were like, fuck the Academy and the Golden Globe. Those motherfuckers don't know a good movie if it smacks them in the fucking face. Like ping pong ones. Right. (laughs) 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 Okay, so... Christopher Walken's the master, though, right? I mean, that's like... No, he's the evil guy. He's the evil guy. So he's the evil master. Kinda. He's showing up. Yeah, he is. Um, but Terry Crews is in it. Um, I don't know. There's a bunch of fucking people in it. It's fucking hysterical. Um, and it wasn't like I said, kung fu. It was just satirical because of the Bruce Lee thing. Because the one Asian dude, and I'm pretty sure he was Chinese, started teaching this white guy how. To play ping pong again, because he was the Olympic whatever hopeful for the United States. Like Kingpin or something like that. Kinda. <laughs> um, and all of the ping pong schools around that one, they kept saying, "You teach quite long." <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. Don't teach the white guy. Guaylo, which literally means uh, it's it's not a, it's not Mandarin. It's a it's a 
it's like Cantonese that like came out of like sort of like Hong Kongese, which me if you understand anything about China, China and the way that their fucking languages go, is that that Cantonese have all these different dialects depending on where it is you're from, and like obviously the British fucking came and landed and were a big fucking pain in the ass and the boxer belly and all that fucking shit that was going on, all the fucking heroin or I mean the opium wars that was was going on Um, during that time period. they, that's when the term got formalized. It literally means uh, like white devil, white ghost. Um, I mean, you can't think about Chinese characters in the same way that you think of their languages and function the same way that ours does, but it's more pictorial. So that image is of, uh, yeah, a white outsider, an alien. Well, that's another term that they, they compare it to white alien. So we are the white motherfucking aliens in China. Or white ghosts. Or, yeah. or white devils. Yes. <laughs> there mean, are a lot of people imagine, in this country. I'm sure you could ask, and they would say it means white devil. Could you imagine if, like, they were if, like Malcolm X pre going on his uh, uh, Mecca moment? If he went down, he's hanging out with fucking Mao Zedong, and he's like, Lilo, motherfucking white devil. <laughs> I think would he'd it, have been very excited about would that. Would he term. have the Red hair on top, or would he be? Well, he was always tight to the head. He was always red. So, well, he had kind of that. I don't want to call it a fro. I don't know what it's called, but it was like short and combed back on the that sides. Was only before he went to jail. When he right. went to jail, he liberated himself from doing that straightening the hair thing. So his hair, and I'm sure there was some damage because he fucking did it many times when he was, you know, with the lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Burning his fucking head off. They How all, do we get to these places sometimes? I don't know. Especially since we're supposed to be talking about martial arts. It would have been interesting, though, to hear Malcolm X use the term Guaylo, though. That... <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. So what other... So what other uh, I, you know, one that I need to see Seven Samurai. Like, that. that is an important film. Like, have you ever seen that? Um, so I've seen 47 Ronin. I have never seen Seven Samurai, but um, I know you don't like the Academy, but it was nominated for uh, several awards. Well, it's just that I don't ever believe anything that they say. Like fucking, I mean, seriously, dude, Titanic, give me a fucking break. Um, that's the only one I can think of that everybody got all hyped about and I watched it with Dawn and it completely fucking sucked. Yeah, Kurosawa wrote um, the screenplay for Seven Samurai. HBO has all of the Kurosawa movies on there now. Do they? Yeah. It said that this was on uh, that it was on there. I think he did. I think he both wrote and directed it though. So and I do need to see more Kurosawa because I know Kurosawa was a huge influence on Tarantino. Huge, yeah. Um, oh, we got to mention Kill Bill, one and two. What you wanted to be one movie because you thought it was too long. Well, I just thought it was more of that thing where they were just trying to get more money out of everybody. I, I don't think that, to be honest, I, I, I don't know him personally, but his uh, obsession with his vision makes me think that he doesn't really care about money all that much. I mean, of course, it's nice to have a little bit of scratch, but, like, I, like I was listening to these interviews, like, when uh, 
people are approaching him trying to get him to change like the way that he was doing things with the reservoir dogs and trying to get him to change the way that he was doing things with pulp fiction like uh he took a lot of fucking heat for uh wanting to put john travolta in it they're like dude that guy is a fucking has-been he hasn't done anything since the 70s uh do not fucking touch him and he's like fuck you you know i mean like really <laughs> honestly like and and bruce bruce willis hadn't done anything serious for a long time. The only thing anybody thought about him was fucking Die Hard, you know? Which I think that was his last movie before Pulp Fiction was Die Hard 3. Yeah, uh uh-huh. So, I mean, mean, there's no doubt. Dude's got some fucking vision. The way he's used to doing with Thurman throughout her career, I mean, has been pretty fucking interesting and certainly pretty fucking cool, so. Well, maybe, and, and I'm not saying it was Tarantino. Maybe it was the production studio that said you know what but he's not that's what i'm saying he's gonna tell them to fuck off maybe i mean they didn't want him to use christopher waltz and fucking glorious bastards but if it's already in the can and ready to go and he's got i don't know three and a half hours worth of film he's still dude i don't think that any the editor gets any very he like I think that they're sitting on the tip of his cock the whole fucking time it's going. They might be, because he is Tarantino. But we and, and we both could be, and I we could be half wrong. You know, there could have been some money involved in it that you maybe because I I idealize the guy. I mean, he's you know like Pulp Fiction is my favorite written film ever. We Dude, both True Romance is my favorite, yeah. and The Reservoir Dogs is fucking just amazing. There's one thing I've learned this week. Better to have a gun and not need it than to need a gun and not have it. Absolutely. And, you know, maybe we're doing the martial arts thing too specifically. Like, because martial just means deadly, right? So, I mean, maybe true romance and Pulp Fiction kind of fit right in there. Well, but Pulp Fiction doesn't want to at the end, you know, because at the end he is going to ironically walk the earth like Kane from Kung Fu. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. Um, the Kung Fu thing, mm-hmm. not the wandering the earth like Kane from well, Kung Fu. We have Fu. to have these random moments of segue, segue, to be sure. So Bruce Lee was originally supposed to be Kane from Kung Fu. What? Yes. It wasn't supposed to be? Carradine? What? No. But he died. No, they were racist against fucking Chinese people. That's why they made him wear a mask in Cato or in the Green Hornet as Cato. Um, because they didn't want him to know he was Chinese. We fucking suck. So they gave the role to Carradine, and then I don't know the show kind of because it wasn't released until much later because. Bruce Lee died in 73, and I was watching Kung Fu when I was like six, so that would have been like 79, so that's like, and I'm I'm guessing, guessing, <laughs> that's a pretty wide berth for producing a show as far as I'm concerned. I'd say Guaylo. Yeah, so, and I loved the show, Kung Fu one of my favorites ever. I even like the fucking shitty remake in the 90s where Carradine was still in it, but there was some fucking stupid white cop. Why do you think then Tarantino only used 
the half Japanese girl, and then the people that were around her as the only Asians in that. In that, I mean, because then why would you, you know, I mean, was he actually saying white people are racist against Asians? Well, no, but I mean, it just seems like one of those things. If you know about the history, or was it the studio? If you know about the history of these things, why would you not at least throw a little bit more of a bone out there than just? Killing, you know, like literally fucking killing, you know, 150 Asian people in that one, you know, that the the, the 88s, the, well, yeah, but it's more than the 88s though, right? Yeah. You know, so that was my favorite scene of the whole fucking. Well, I, I like the I like the girl, the the little uh, that that had the ball, the know? mace. Yeah, she was fucking. Awesome. <laughs> I, I, her, her checkout was pretty brutal. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Now I'm wondering if it was a studio thing or if it was a Tarantino thing. Because that seems, you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, if you make after he makes something like Inglorious Bastards, and then that leads into fucking Django. You know, you know, there are a lot of different ways in the history, particularly in the history of film. You know where things have not been represented appropriately. Well, here's and yes, that's what I was gonna say is that so racist or not, mm-hmm. white people generally don't know the difference between Native American and Mexican, maybe even Mexican and Asian, because I've seen Mexican people playing Asians, Mexican people playing Native Americans, Native Americans playing Mexicans. In movie and not just martial arts movies, but all of them. Um, so there's a, a show that Cinemax did called Warrior, and it's based on the writings of Bruce Lee. Warrior, come out play. Um, it again is is based on Bruce Lee's writings and. There are two seasons of it. It's a great fucking show. It's about all of the Chinese kind of flooding San Francisco in the 1800s. Um, They've got a fucking Japanese guy who plays the lead. It's supposed to be about Chinese people. You couldn't grab one fucking Chinese guy? Like, I know he's Japanese because I can... It's not that difficult. Kind of tell the difference yes. in facial features. Yes, I, I, as a person who's been pretty close to all these communities, if you don't just keep your ears open, your eyes open, you, you're pretty fucking stupid if you can't figure these things out. And it's not always perfect. It's not a perfect science, no. but it's pretty It's pretty easy in most instances. Again, because of all of the raping and pillaging that all of them have done to each other over time, yeah. there's probably a little bit of... Yeah, Japan, Korea... Watered down DNA somewhere. It gets a little fucked up sometimes. But why in the fuck would you cast a Japanese guy to play a Chinese? And he plays like one of the leaders of a Tong, uh, a a Chinese Tong, which is there were. Like six of them, mm-hmm. according to this show. I don't know if that's historically accurate, but I don't know how those tongs ended up. 
kind of whittling down to where now it's a triad. Mm -hmm. Because essentially that's which the Chinese mafia yeah, is the is yeah, the triad. So I mean, but you 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 know why the answer to the question. I mean, you said it right before that. You know, I mean, is that they most people don't. I mean, there's a there's a general laziness about you know the way that we relate to the present or history or ethnic diversity. You know, on any meaningful level. And you and I are the least woke motherfuckers on the face of the earth. But at the same time, because we appreciate you know uniqueness and history and whatnot, we can tell the difference between you know one thing and another thing. I would never ever ever call myself woke. I said, we but I'm fucking awake. <laughs> Probably be good to use a Chinese guy in that, that role. <laughs> Just for the record. Just for the record. Well, no, what I was trying to say is anybody that refers to themselves as woke probably is not actually. Oh, wait. Yeah, I, 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 I get it. I just don't want to talk about that very much because I yeah. think that that is a monumental fucking waste of time in most instances. Fair enough. I just, I, I was blown away by it and we were kind of talking about it because you said the Tarantino thing and yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, but I mean, we're not talking, we're, we're talking about substance. We're not talking about the, whether or not we have enough we'll check away. marks next to our names and we're using the term Latinx appropriately. You know? Right. And if I ever think like that, then give me a fucking, you know, give me a knife and you want to, I want to end it right then. Yeah. I, I don't blame you. Um, Thank goodness I didn't become a professor. God, it's got to be a tough time to be an academic. All right. So, if you haven't seen Warrior, even though they cast a fucking Japanese guy in there, watch it. So um, the show itself was pretty good. It's fucking okay. great. Okay. And I'm going to segue into something slightly off topic, and that is, so I've been accused multiple times in my life of watching porn at different times. And one of the shows was Warrior. So with that being said, we're going to be talking about pornography on Friday. Um, just wanted to give you a heads up while it was right at the top of my skull. That was not your best segue, though. I mean, just for the record. Well, Warrior has a lot of sex scenes in it, which I guess could be considered porn. But that's why we need to talk about porn to see... If maybe we can come up with a fucking actual definitive answer as opposed to what the Supreme Court did. I, I, I like the fact that they leave it ambiguous. But there's no doubt that on those shows, they definitely have, you know, like Game of Thrones, <laughs> there's a lot of tits hanging out. I, I think that actually there was a meter where they said that um, there are two and a half tits. Like a tit meter? Yeah, there's a tit meter. There's two and a half tits per show on Game of Thrones. Which means that sometimes you don't get any, but then you'll get, you know, seven and a half, all in one. I don't ever remember seeing an episode where there weren't tits. Yeah, there was a lot of tits in that show. But the, I mean, that's and the deuce. I'm, I, 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 from what I understand, that Maggie Gyllenhaal's in that show. I heard. Yeah. Yeah. She's not my favorite character. I don't care about what I, I like Maggie Gyllenhaal. I think that she's a person who's a little bit quirky, a little bit odd. She adds some spice to things. She produced it, too. Did she really? Yeah. And so did that fucking idiot James Franco. So the two of them, along with David Simon and... Uh, 
that other fucking guy, whatever his name is. Oh, the other guy. Yeah. Whatever yeah, I can't remember. Well, it was the same guy that did the wire with him. Um, ah, fuck I, it. I don't I know. I never watched the first season of the wire, so. Um, okay, so we kind of jumped around and, you know, talked about Kung Fu and we talked about Jackie Chan. Jet Li was the next big guy up. Um, his movies were decent and he was a fucking badass. Now here's the thing that I want to show kind of in the timeline prior to Jackie Chan, even Bruce Lee as amazing as he was fight choreography was not the same. So Bruce Lee might be fighting five guys but it would be one guy coming at you at a time. So he'd fight that guy and, you know, push him away. And then he'd fight somebody else, knock him down, fight somebody else, knock him down. Probably since 98, maybe they fucking go full out and like fight one to five. And what they do is, Fully fucking amazing, yeah, dude. Like, and Jackie Chan's hurt himself like a million times too. I know. Like, and, and they like the weird shit with ladders and like there's all kinds of fucking jumping through odd. holes that are like this big. They're, 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 they're it's like they're fucking hanging out with fucking the Cirque du Soleil guy. You know, it's very, uh, it's very peculiar. But it, I mean, and maybe he he kind of started the trend. I don't know. He libertine. Um. <laughs> Jackie Chan and the Libertine. But they, they've they definitely progressed to where if you're fighting more than one person, it looks like you're fighting more than one person. It looks to me like a dance. I mean, because it, it doesn't it doesn't give me the sense of, of real fighting. But but I, I get what you're saying. Like the because the, it, it's choreographed, right? And it, and it so. And you know what you're seeing when you're seeing those moments. Like, I mean, and I get what you're saying. Like, with you know, with Jackie, it's one-on-one, -on -one, that one's down. Then another one comes in, that one's down. Then another one comes in, whereas with Jackie Chan, he's got to be fighting off four guys at the same time because they're all coming at him with knives and with a gun or with a this or that, you know, some brass knuckles, whatever. So, but all four or five at the same time. Right. And then hitting him with the ladder while he's spinning around in a circle like a dipshit, you know. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> and Jet Li was a, also a part of that because he would go along with that choreographed. You were, you were kind of putting them in the same category, right? Yeah, I mean, because it started to progress, and maybe 98 was too late. I mean, I don't know. Now that I think about it in rapid fire, Brandon Lee was fighting more than one person, and he was hitting them with laundry carts and ladders and fucking chairs and whatever, but it still wasn't as good as it is now. And I think a lot of that is because of stunt work and padding and just the fact that they've had, I mean, cause I think Bruce Lee's first movie was like 1956 or some shit. So they've had all of this fucking time to kind of work out those little kinks and make it look more, Fluid, yeah, yeah, complex, all those different things. So we we skipped over something I, I totally didn't even think about for a minute there. 
do you like the uh, and I think I know what your answer is going to be but do you like the the fantasy kind of like uh crouching tiger and hidden dragon kind of stuff at all or not and because that's rooted in real like real Chinese cinema like Annie's watched enough of it that I watch the side <laughs> like it, there's a lot of stuff that they'll do where the when they're walking on the treetops and you know the, the bamboo this like move into the side and side I'm trying to think if I'm confusing Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon with another movie. Well, you know who um, it is. I mean, who's, who's in it? It was Chai Yun Fat, right? No, he's in Hero. So there's okay, it is Hero that yeah. I'm confusing yeah, it yeah. with then. So the fucking arrow scene in Hero was badass. Uh-huh. Um, I remember Crouching Tiger, that was the one where they were fucking like, Bouncing from tree to tree yeah. and shit, right? Yes. Yeah, I hated that fucking movie. I mean, not because it was Chinese, not because it just wasn't your cup of tea, right? So, I, I the the way when it's I that's I like the fantasy kind of like because it's like a, it's like a myth, you know, that's being played out, and I think the way that they presented it was pretty aesthetically pleasing. I I I, I, I for me for me, and I like the I like uh, what's her name. Uh, She's Japanese too. Um, the the older of the females, and then the young one that was. She's also, I think, Japanese. But uh, but nobody ever said shit until probably this fucking episode about the Japanese people. in these Chinese in these Chinese movies. Yeah. And uh, who's who's the guy who plays in uh, Last Samurai with uh, dipshit? Um, I don't know his name. Are you talking about? General Hatsugawa or whatever. No, 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 no. The one that he, the samurai that 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 uh, Tom Cruise goes and hangs out with. No, you're talking What's about his name in real life. Natsumura. That was Chow Young Fat, dude. I guess I was wrong. See, I thought he was in it. Okay, yeah, he's in it. Michelle Yao is in it. They're, so they're they're love interests who never go down that road together. The Zhang Zhang, she's also in the. Uh, the one from World War II where uh, um, Memoirs of a Geisha, which of course has nothing to do with, uh, it just has to do with culture from that area. But she, her role is very good. And the guy that plays Lo is fucking awesome in that movie. Yeah, come on, man. Sometimes those fantasy spaces are interesting because it gives you a real view into the, also, the culture. Again, I talked about watching 47 Ronan. Uh-huh. So that was the one that Dipshit did a re- remake. Keanu of. Reeves, yeah. yeah. Oh so that one, they pulled a lot of that weird myth shit. Like there was this fucking weird witch who could turn into a dragon or a mm-hmm. fox or whatever. Mm-hmm. That part, I wasn't real thrilled with. And there were some weird aliens in the woods. Wasn't real thrilled. Well, I don't know if they were aliens or fucking ghosts or whatever. But Twilos, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, except it's it's Japan, not China. Um, but I, I didn't get that part. And again, that's why I've got to go back and watch the original because I don't know if that weird mythical type shit was built in to Kurosawa's 47 round. That's a, that's that's a reasonable question. That'd be something to be interesting to look at. Um, and I don't really want to see Keanu Reeves playing a movie like that at all at all a light dark a light skinned dark haired white guy in a movie about Japanese people yeah there's something that just seems really well he was a slave dude I mean 
Because they had a lot of white slaves that were over in Japan during the 47 Ronin times. I think he was a slave because they found him in a fucking creek because he had escaped the weird alien ghost people in the woods. Okay, so I whatever. guess we need to figure out what the root of the, the alien ghost people are. Yeah. Um, so, the at least the last two I want to talk about. Okay. Because at the top of the show, we talked about Wu-Tang Clan. They ain't nothing to fuck with. The 36 Chambers. (laughs) (laughs) I mentioned that the first movie I saw the RZA in was Ghost Dog. I don't want to talk about Ghost Dog. It's a a good fucking movie, but I wouldn't call it martial arts. Um, It has some martial arts sensibilities. It does. Okay, I'm sorry. Just like two movies that you wanted to talk about. Is The Man with the Iron Fists. And the man with the iron fist too. I've, I've seen no iron fists in my life. Those are the most recent martial him. arts movies that I've seen. Um, he actually had a large part to do with it. I think he fucking wrote it. I'm not positive. I think he wrote it and went to that fucking idiot that did that hostile movie. Um, uh, who the fuck is that guy? Um, anyway, Russell Crowe, Lucy Liu, um, Eli Roth, Roth, that's the guy. So I think the RZA went to Eli Roth and said, I got an idea for a movie and Eli Roth, you know, helped finance it. But they kind of bring that weird gore from like the 70s type of kung fu movies and and even the 80s ninja movies back a little bit um but they're they're great fucking flicks there's a lot of martial arts there's a lot of asian culture um except for there's a black guy there which doesn't explain a lot, but... It's okay, because they got the 36 chambers, dude. Yes. So the RZA directed the first one. He did not direct the second one. Okay. But he's in both of them. Yes, I knew that. Um, But basically, he is a... blacksmith... You know, he's making horseshoes and knives and shit for the people of the village. Okay. And these bad people come in and end up chopping his fucking hands off. Russell Crowe helps him forge these iron fists. Russell Crowe was named Jackknife. Yeah, and he had this stupid knife that, like, spun around in a circle, which didn't make any sense. He was also kind of a whoremonger. He hung out with Lucy Lou a lot. He was not unattractive. No, but I don't think he fucked her. She was, like, the madam. And Jamie Chung's in that show, too. She was smoking weed. It's a good show. You should watch it. <laughs> um, but those are the last two that I wanted to talk about. Not because they were great, not because the RZA is a great actor, but because it kind of took me back to being a kid again. 
and and seeing when, some when of those. When you watch that show, do you feel like you're five years old trying to punch the doors again? Not so much that, but it was just, I mean, the way... It's the, the spirit. It's the yeah, spirit it's yeah. the spirit, and it's it's kind of. I don't want to say grainy because you you know you can't see the bubbles popping up and and the weird shit, but it's just it was done like an old martial arts movie. I think was done back then. Which which you're suggesting then at that point in time, because. The, Obviously, if you listen to Wu Tang at all, you know how much that martial arts like culture and in, influenced those kids, right? So when you see this through Riz's eyes, you're seeing what Riz is seeing as as that little kid, like the same experience that you had. Yeah. Sort of drew him and you know those other fellows in the Method Man and fucking all those guys into that space. You know, that's uh, that's interesting, and and that's shared. I mean, that's a shared experience because you're not the only kids that were watching those stupid, watching fucking David Carradine doing fucking Kane from Kung Fu, wondering why is this fucking white guy walking around <laughs> doing all this martial arts shit and there aren't any fucking Asian people around here. Which I'm sure that the Rizzo was asking even in a more pronounced way because he's like, shit, man, I know what that shit feels like. <laughs> Can't these guys get an Asian Negro? And then they have... <laughs> Malcolm X, Malcolm X popping and popping up in their head, going Philo, Philo. <laughs> so it it's it's come a long way, but I think a lot of these guys are still trying to, you know, at least acknowledge their past. Yeah, if not fully bring it into the thing. Mm-hmm. Um. I just, I, I don't know, dude. I had assumed you had seen more martial arts movies. I mean, we didn't talk about V for Vendetta or, you know, any of the Matrix movies. I, I wouldn't, and of course, those are movies that they have martial arts. I just don't think about them like that, though. Right, but I don't think of fucking Die Hard as a Christmas movie either. It's not. If you're going to talk about those other, be, other motherfucking movies being martial arts movies, just because they plug their fucking brain into a goddamn thing, or because fucking uh, Guy Fox runs around and can fucking whoop, 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 and whoop a motherfucker's ass, dude. Are you telling me that they got motherfucking the Run DMC? Keanu fucking? Reeves and when uh, the Oracle's uh, the oh, yeah. Oracle's bodyguard yeah. had that fucking scrap on I the. Did not know it was- I'll you. <laughs> right. Yeah, motherfucker. I've seen the movie seven million times. If I was gonna teach kids philosophy, I would use the Matrix films, Matrix or, films. or the Thirteenth Floor. No, because that—that's that, only that's just, too much. That, well, it's just Descartes. No, it's just Descartes, dude. And it just and 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 and, and <sighs> the only thing that's valuable about the Thirteenth Floor is it brings up the point that if you wake up, you never know whether or not you're actually waking up into the real reality. There's an infinite regress or progress position in relation to that. Isn't that the same thing with the Matrix? No. The, the matrix is way more there's a lot of other philosophical dispositions that are going on you have like in in in, in this space we can't do this right now i can't go down this we, we maybe we should just do a matrix episode where we'll do matrix philosophy i i i could fucking talk forever about the way that they use philosophy in those three movies see i don't know i mean i can see a lot of different philosophical stuff but the one thing that i didn't ever see was the whole fucking 
Christianity thing. Like whenever it's odd that they they were they refer to uh, him as the Merovingian. That's that's an interesting thing. But that's just because the whole concept of a, of, of like a well, and her name her name was Trinity. He so, was Neo, and they all of these fucking Christians explained it to me over and over, and that he was Jesus. That's that's Christians. He was not fucking Jesus. No, he wasn't. He, he was he was it was Jesus being used as a fucking tool to manipulate people to think that they have the ability to affect the reality that they don't have the ability to affect affect the reality that they're in. It's that's why Christianity is a tool of manipulation. That's what that fucking that's one of the things that that movie's fucking saying. You dumb motherfuckers. It's not about liberation. It's about fucking Jesus. Like the Jesus bullshit is like he's gonna save us. Wait a minute, we're all fucking dead. He's gonna save us. Wait a minute, we're all fucking dead. He's gonna save us. Wait a minute, we're all fucking dead. Seven times, you know. Thank you. Well, I mean, you you get my for point. seven times. You get no, my point. Yeah, I appreciate you doing that seven times. Did you really just it, cross it, yourself? It made me in, feel a in lot sarcasm better. in front of me. <laughs> Brian just crossed himself in sarcasm. <laughs> We all, um, we all have different crosses to bear, <laughs> to be sure. Indeed. You, you fucking jackass. I think mine's upside down and on my back. And on Friday, <laughs> our cross to bear will be pornography. That means that I got to go and fucking look at the fucking Supreme Court. Uh, well, ruling. really, all, I mean, it was ambiguous. Mm-hmm. And it basically said that we freedom. can't say it's a freedom of expression, what though. art is. It's a freedom of expression. Yes. Yes. And I think a lot of that was mainly because of the big porn companies pumping a bunch of fucking money into political coffers here and there. It's not just that, though. There are purists that are out there, and it's important that you – like, one thing that the porn industry has always been really good about that I appreciate, the good porn industry. There's some bad spots, right? But it's that they fucking – if you're going to have movies that are fucking out there that are for production, you'd be able to prove that they're adults, you know? As long as you don't have fucking kids that are fucking getting put into these spaces, because once you cross that line, you deserve to be fucking killed. There's Brutally. some there's some weird shit though too. I mean, like if you're doing porn in California, you have to be tested. Like the uh, Costa Rica things with the prostitutes, right? And shit. Up in Boulder, there was a place I don't know what they're called anymore. They used to be called the Erotic Network, and it's a huge fucking production facility. Well. How do I say this? Anyway, a girl told me that she won't work there because they don't require testing. And this has been 15 fucking years ago. So when she said that, did did she have anything in her mouth? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This is just a foreshadow for the future. We can't really talk about this. Yeah. So we'll we'll talk about porn on Friday. Um, And I think, I got some ideas for next week's show, but I'm not going to announce them yet. So, um, you'll have to wait for Porn Friday. Short Bus Debate Club at yahoo.com. Uh, 7655. Five. Okay. Thanks. See you Friday. Adios. Hey!